Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You better you bet. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's you better you bet from BetQL. Welcome back. You better you bet. Presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser and Mark Drumheller. Filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. We are still on stadiums. Make sure you go to watchstadium.com. We're with you for this hour up until 6 p.m. Eastern time. Still two hours left to go on the show. We're still on uh, Sirius Channel 160 as well, Sirius XM 205. And you can find us on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube over on Odyssey. If you search Odyssey Sports, Minnesota up 30-17 to 17 on Bowling Green with 7-19 to go in the game. Bowling Green still fighting. They close as two-and-a-half point underdogs. Currently, they are 12-and-a-half point underdogs plus 1350 to to come back and win the game and the over is 53 and a half so uh we will monitor that game see if we get any craziness in the quick lane bowl mark as for week 17 in the nfl as we continue to roll on panthers and the jags so we were talking about maybe the qb uncertainty and niners commanders what both teams could do maybe waiting on that game a little bit or or betting it depending on you know how you feel about maybe either quarterback situation Jags and Panthers has now gotten up to seven it was at six six and a half now it's at seven Trevor Lawrence we'll see what happens with him obviously he's dealing with an ankle he was dealing with the concussion symptoms as well heading in to that game against the Bucks they're going up against the Panthers Man, the Jags have been like the complete opposite of what Tampa's been. They've lost four in a row. They're in danger of not only not winning the division, but also not making the playoffs. Now, what does help them is they're playing the Panthers this week. But, I mean, is there any chance that you're laying seven with the Jags this week against Carolina? No, but, you know, it might tease them down. Because, like, listen, you know, I don't know. I mean, not only did they lose those four games, they didn't cover, right? So it's almost yeah. like the opposite of last year. Like last year we saw Jacksonville come on strong at the end of the year, get things going. They're like, hey, everything's finally clicking under Peterson. This year they're falling apart, and, you know, the offensive line is not good. And that, that that's really been the issue, I think, with this team. 
We're seeing Lawrence get banged up, you know, lots of injuries. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would tease it down, but I wouldn't lay, I wouldn't lay seven with, with Jacksonville now. I, it, it's hard because like Carolina, I wouldn't take seven either. You know, like I'm not betting <laughs> Carolina, it, it, you no. know, at all, you know, period. The rest of the year, I don't care, you know, what the numbers are. But uh, Jacksonville, I would tease it down, but seven just feels like too rich for a team reeling like this. But, you know, you're kind of getting them, you know, all four straight losses, four straight non-covers. So it's a good spot, but I would like at least for it to get down to six and a half before I got involved. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think this is just this is the epitome of a stay away game. Carolina, that is a tough team to bet, man. Like if you bet the Panthers, you better be ready for four quarters, three hours of just absolute sweat. Like it is not yeah. easy at all. The last two weeks they have covered against Atlanta and the Packers, and it is I mean, it is as close as you can possibly have. Mark, they have not been leading in a game at any point yet this season. Not one not one point. How is that humanly possible? I think so. Yeah. I think that's that's crazy. Maybe it's in the fourth quarter or something. There's like some crazy quarter. Yeah. Is it in the fourth quarter? Something like that to where they haven't had a fourth quarter lead all year. But yeah, they're a bad football team, man. And maybe it's the fourth quarter. If you're gonna bet the Panthers, bet the team total under. Just you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like bet against that offense that is in complete disarray. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, these are two teams I, I don't want to touch. This is a perfect example of, hey, man, you know what? There's a reason they give you 16 of these. Like, you don't have to bet every single one, you know? Like, you don't have to cook up winners on every single game. Some games you just sit and watch and, you know, are just too gross to get involved in. And that that kind of is. Now, the teaser I do think is interesting, especially if it gets to seven and a half. If I can get it down to one and a half, um, I, I think that that would be something – that I would think about. Like if I could get Jacksonville mm. down to one and a half, I do think they win the game. Um, you know, you want to see Beth, you know, want to see if it's going to be a better game or if it's going to be, you know, Lawrence, obviously, but uh, Carolina is pretty bad, man. So if you can get, get them at a number tease it down like that, pair it with something else. Um, I think that's probably the direction you want to go, but I can't, I can't touch Carolina. All right. Well, let's talk about a much better game this week. Game of the week, Ravens and Dolphins. The game for the number one seed in the AFC. If the Ravens win it, they clinch the number one seed. If the Dolphins win, then they control the one seed, and then they'll have to beat Buffalo next week, or they would hope for a Ravens loss against the Steelers. This line opened at three. Then the Ravens beat the Niners. It was at three this morning. Then some money came in on Baltimore, has moved it to minus four on BetMGM. Mark, I'll let you go first and give your thoughts because uh, this is my this is my favorite game of the week. It's my favorite bet. Yeah, I I like the Ravens. I mean, I at the four. I know it sounds crazy, but I, I I mean, I'd love to see this come down a little bit. But I think they match up defensively very well now um, with Miami. I think they're going to be able to press those wide receivers at the line of scrimmage, get physical with them, not let those short passes get off. Um, and I think, you know, their offense is going to score points against Miami. Miami's defense is much improved, but they're diverse enough on offense to where they can give Miami a lot of problems. Um, I think it might be an under game, but I do like the Ravens. Total sitting at 47. Ravens are favored by four. I, I just, I love the Dolphins this week, and I hate how much I love the Dolphins. Maybe it's the fan in me, you know, but I just, I love the Dolphins mm-hmm. plus four. I think they win this game outright as well so i take some plus 160 this is just this is how the nfl works like this is classic 
NFL. You know what's crazy is every Ravens fan, I bet every Ravens fan you talk to, they were more excited for the Niners game than they were for this game. And everyone full well knew that we would all rather the Ravens lost last night and win this game against Miami than the other way around, right? Because essentially, Mm -hmm. last night's win against the Niners doesn't mean anything if you turn around and lose to the Dolphins because then you don't control the one seed anymore. So it's a monster game, but it just feels even the players, the coaches, like the media, like it was Christmas Day. It was the two best teams. It was the battle to see like who was the team in the NFL. And the Ravens have proven that they're the best, right? Everybody saw that. The Dolphins have obviously been the team all year that people think are frauds. They can't beat the best teams in the NFL. Well, the Ravens have proven that they're the, now the best team. And now Miami has to go on the road. And Baltimore is a short favorite at minus four. I think everybody's going to be on the Ravens. I just, I trust the Ravens way more on the road than I do at home. Lamar, I don't know what his exact numbers are, but Lamar against the spread is a favorite at home of three or more points is awful. Like it's terrible. Mm-hmm. As good as he is as an underdog, he is terrible as a favorite of three or more points. So I think the Dolphins keep it close. I think they win the game as well. I just think this is classic NFL. It's what's going to happen. Everybody all week is going to talk about how great the Ravens are. They're going to talk about how they're going to smash the Dolphins. This game's at home. And then Miami's going to go in there, and and they're going to beat them. That's just that's how the NFL works. So hope I'm wrong, Mark. I hope you're right. I'm absolutely terrified. I just I think they're going to lose. Yeah, I think some of it's the fan in you, PJ, because I think this is a hard spot for Miami. Like, coming off that Dallas win, very physical game. And that was the game. Like you talked about how, hey, you can't beat a good team. That was the game. They felt like, you know, they really accomplished something with that win. I think it was huge for them. And now they have to go on the road, pick themselves up, go and play in Baltimore. You know, what's the weather going to be like? I think the weather would be interesting in this one, you know, especially anytime, you know, this Miami offense has to play on the road. Um, You know, maybe there's some, you know, tough weather there. But I, I just think that when you look at how the teams match up, like, you know, Baltimore is going to be able to pressure Tua. We know he doesn't like pressure, especially if those wide receivers can't get clean releases. Hill and Waddle's been banged up, so I think that plays into it too. Um, I, I just think it – I see it like it's kind of like you feel like it's typical Ravens, like, hey, win the big game and then let down the next week. But I think that this is – scheduling matters, and this is a tough spot for Miami. You know what I mean? Like having to go on the road after that kind of win – um, and they're not they're not super healthy. The offensive line's dinged up. We saw, you know, Ravens pass the rush looked great. We saw how McDonald was able to kind of like target and isolate different players on that San Francisco offensive line when they started rolling into his backups and exploit them. So I, I you know, I think the Ravens keep rolling here. The I don't love the answer- four, but I think they keep rolling. The answer to uh, your question about the weather, lows of 33, highs of 47, looks like a cloudy day in Baltimore, so not terrible. Obviously, that would play into their benefit a ton, too, right? If it was a bad weather day, like if you're a Ravens backer, I mean, that's that's what you want. You want Miami to play in as terrible conditions as possible, so maybe something to monitor throughout the week if that changes. Your point about Mike McDonald, he's the best defensive coordinator in the NFL, I hope the Ravens mm-hmm. offer him a blank check and they pay him like a head coach and tell him that he's going to be the head coach in waiting when John Harbaugh decides to to retire or if they move on from him or whatever. He's unbelievable. His game plans that he has against the lead offenses is really, really good. 
Also, Kyle Hamilton, like make sure he's playing in this game. Hamilton is so important to the Ravens and what they want to do. He's so versatile. And it seemed like he's okay. Harbaugh said no serious injuries. He should be fine. But, you know, especially against against a team like Miami, when you're talking about a guy like Tyreek Hill, like just – Make sure Kyle Hamilton's playing in this game, but I uh, I really like the Dolphins plus four. I think they they win the game. Um, the total, man, I, I don't know because a lot of times, Mark, when I'm taking totals, I tr- I like to correlate it to the side that I'm betting, mm-hmm. right? And like if I like Miami, you know, if I like Miami, are, are they? Is it, are they going to have to win in a shootout? Like, can they win a low scoring game against Baltimore? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I think mm. I want to stay away. I'm just, I'm just taking the dolphins plus the points. You mentioned McDonald and you know, how important he's been in like his quick rise to being one of the best, you know, defensive coordinators in the league, if not the best. And I, I think it's fascinating that like he came from Harbaugh, like he came from Michigan and like that those yeah. two guys, like, I wonder what those conversations were, because if you're, you know, if you're Harbs at Michigan, you're like, hey, man, I got this guy. Like, you don't want to give him up. You don't want to give him up to your brother. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. You know, he comes in and poaches him. Like, I think that's hysterical. I would love to get, like, the inside conversations on those. Like, you know, like, yeah. like you know, John sitting there like, hey, man, I got my eyes on your guy. Like, you know. That's a great call. You know, especially if, if uh, Jim ends up going to the NFL, right? And then he might have to face mm-hmm. McDonald potentially if he gets a head coaching job somewhere else. That could, uh, that could be very interesting. Back. Maybe that was part of the agreement. Seal back when he comes. <laughs> Maybe it is. That'd be funny if that ends up happening. Texans and the Titans next game up. Houston's favored by three and a half. The total is 42 and a half. Um, well, last week, look, Texans opened up as two and a half point favorites against the Browns. We thought Stroud was going to play. I mean, there's no, there's really no way you can bet this game until you know Stroud's playing, right? Yeah, you're just kind of guessing. But I think that uh, I, I, you would think he would play. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to guess at this point, but I would think he would play. Like, it seemed like he was on track to play last week, and then they were a little cautious, or I don't know if symptoms, you know, flared back up or whatnot. But um, if, it's not a, if it's not Stroud, I don't want any part of Houston. Like, you know, you know, I don't think they have an answer when Stroud's not in there. The offense is completely different. But if it is right. Stroud, I do think it's a strong play on Houston. Yeah, I mean, if Stroud that doesn't play. That number's going to move. That thing's going to be on its bike once that news comes. Yeah, I think if Stroud is confirmed that he's playing, it's going to go to minus four, maybe even four and a half. And if he doesn't, I think this thing goes to a pick em. So mm-hmm. I, I would just wait. I mean,. You know, I really liked Tennessee last week against Seattle. I thought that was their spot, getting the Seahawks off a big emotional win like that, traveling, playing at 10 a.m. local time. And they should have won that game, right? I mean, Seattle had a great drive at the end of the game. I, I just, yeah, I don't I don't really want to bet this game at all. Not, and, you know, the Texans, even if Stroud does come back, like is, is there going to be some rust there, right? Is it in his head yeah. that, you know, is he protect himself a little bit? Does he not play like he normally would trying to protect himself? So I just, I, I think it's stay away. I, I really have no, no plays on the game at all. I think if he doesn't play and it's a pick em, maybe you look to back the Texans then potentially. I think I would like them in a pick em because, you know, the way Flacco's yeah. playing, Amari Cooper, I just think that way, the way that Flacco's playing that Browns offense, I think they can, they exploited Houston, you know, in better ways than, than Tennessee would be able to. So, 
Yeah. It's true. It's a pass for me. Pass for me in that game. Houston fair by three and a half, total 42 and a half in that game. Uh, When we come back, we're going to continue talking about games in the NFL. We got Steelers and Seahawks coming up. We also have the Chargers, Broncos, Bengals, Chiefs, and then Sunday night football between the Packers and the Vikings. So we will break down those games. Bowling Green is trying to mount a comeback here against Minnesota. They're trailing 30 to 17. They just used their final timeout. They're 13 to 1 on the money line if you want to take a shot at Bowling Green here. They got a second and goal. They're going to need to score a touchdown, grab the onside kick, and then go down the field and score another touchdown. So we'll see. Feels like we get a crazy game like that in bowl season every year where there's, you know, a team trailing and some craziness happens. So. Maybe it'll be this one. We'll see in the quick lane bowl. We got another, especially in the afternoon. We got Texas State and Rice starting up here in a little bit as well. So we'll update you on everything going on. You better, you bet. Presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 